Guys, I was at the Pendulum Summit last week in Dublin and it was an absolutely fantastic event. There were some fantastic speakers from all over the world. One of the first speakers that I listened to that day, he was the first speaker on, was a guy called Charlie Engel. And Charlie Engel was um, a former crack addict and drug addict who had turned his life around and then had got into ultra marathons and ultra endurance um, Ultra endurance performance. Uh, he ran the Sahara Desert. He's done all these like really big, massive feats that are unbelievable in the story that he shared in terms of uh, how that actually came about. And his story was really, really inspirational. His story was really, really interesting. The journey that he'd been on and how he'd kind of got himself to a level where he was then a global speaker and he was uh, in films. Matt Damon played him, I think, in a, a film as well too. And his journey was really inspirational to hear. It was really inspirational to listen to. He then ended up in jail. He was incarcerated in jail for, I think, 12 months or 18 months or something. So on something that he didn't do. And how everything crumbled, his marketing team, the sponsors and everything around him just crumbled as soon as that happened. And then how he began to build his life again as soon as he got out and build it back up again. And now is back on that trail inspiring, teaching, speaking, but more than anything, doing what he really loves, which is um, marathons and ultra-endurance um, performances all over the world at different events, etc. So he was fantastic. I thought his journey and his story was really, really good. Um, now, personally for me, I was there to see Wim Hof, and I've listened to Wim Hof in so many different podcasts and so many different YouTube, uh, YouTube clips. So what I actually heard from him wasn't something that I haven't heard. And I shared this in a social media post, which was what I really got from listening to Wim Hof, which for anybody that's listening in, um, doesn't know who Wim Hof is, go and check him out. He's also called the Iceman. And he's <laughs> the best way to describe him is just, is a bundle of energy. And what I took from him in his talk was he's just unapologetically himself. He does not care what you think of him. He does not care about how you perceive him. He just shows up as himself. Now, I can't remember the name of um, the lady who was interviewing him, but she had her work cut out because he was bunching from one subject to the next. He was going to the next thing and he was bunching to the next subject. And there was no, there was no real, like, trying to kind of rein him in and stick to specific topics. The next thing, he's on the floor and he's playing the bongos and... It was just, it was entertaining, but it was also inspiring to see that he's just himself. He doesn't care. And if you ask yourself that question, like, do I really show up as myself all the time? Do I really show up unapologetically as me? Am I really worried all the time about what people think of me? Am I really worried all the time about how people perceive me? Like how I'm showing up in terms of what I wear, what I dress, what I say? Am I ever really just being myself so for me when I watched one and took everything in from just his being and how he was that was the biggest thing that I took away it took away that he's just unapologetically himself and here's the thing that sense of freedom that comes from that that's what people are looking for a lot of the times to be themselves and I shared this with a client who I was coaching a couple of days later and we talked about values and we talked about being authentic and we talked about what authenticity is. And I shared a quote with him, which was, 
every one of us wants to be loved for who we are, but most people are afraid to be who they are. And I asked them a question, and the question was, who loves you the most? Like, if you're to look around at the people that really get you and love you the most, they're actually the people that know you the most, which means they're the people that know exactly who you are, the positive and the negative, the up and the down, the good and the bad, the nice and the mean. That's who um, that's who we are to the people that we love, and that's who actually love us the most. But so often we try and put on a facade, so often we try and think that we need to be a certain way, that we need to show up in a certain way, that we have to be this style of person or we have to be this happy, positive, upbeat person all the time. A lot of the times that's who people try and portray themselves as. But that's not really who you are because you're both. So for me, again, like when I listened to one and I seen one and I seen how he was, that's what, what I really, really got from him. He's just unapologetically himself, showed up as himself and it was fantastic. There was also a few psychologists who were speaking. Um, one was Dr. Julie Smith. And I thought that she was fantastic as well, too. She shared a lot of insights. Um, and one of the things that I took away from her was she was asked a question, like, what can you really do to improve mental health? What can people do to really improve mental health? And as a psychologist, what do you teach and what do you look at for people to really improve their mental health? And I thought it was pretty, for me, it was pretty um, warming to hear that the basics are always the things that actually really build the true foundations for you to really improve how you think, how you feel, how you perform and how you show up. And that is exercise. So she mentioned the exercise. And I've been teaching and preaching and um, coaching people on exercise for the last 20 years. And it's always good for me to kind of hear other people, even from different backgrounds, still go back to the very basics that if you want to think different and feel different you have to move like your physiology impacts your psychology they're not um, separate both are interlinked so she spoke about exercise spoke about nutrition good nutrition like we all know that we can't expect to eat crap and feel great it just doesn't happen then you can look at the likes of meditation and breath work etc these are tools that you can use to balance out the nervous system i've shared a lot of stuff on this podcast around that before and then sleep is another one as well too like three foundations and the real three fundamentals that'll really help you improve all areas of your life really if you really begin to tune into them and that is exercise nutrition and the third is sleep sleep you could probably put that first because if that isn't um, something that you're using and getting proper deep restorative sleep every evening, then everything else is kind of going to be negatively impacted because of that. So it was good to listen to her. It was good to see the um, the pointers that she gave, but it was also really kind of, it was really good to just hear go back to the basics in terms of what people need to do to improve their mental health, the things that always work time and time again is building the good foundations. If you haven't got a good foundation, then of course everything's always going to be shaky. And for me, that always comes back to the same things time and again, which is improve yourself physically. Can you like train at the gym? Can you do yoga? Can you walk? Can you do something every single day that gets you to move and change your state? What are you eating? What are you drinking? What type of food are you feeding your body? Because everything that you give your body is information, not just input through the eyes and through the ears, but food also. That's also information that you're feeding your body, you're feeding your cells. So can you improve on your, um, can you improve on your nutrition? Can you clean that up? Can you eat whole real foods? And then minimize all the ultra-processed foods. 
then you can start to implement all the other tools like meditation and breath work as well too. But really, really good to hear her speak. Um, again, there were some fo- uh, other fantastic speakers. I got to meet up with the former guest in the podcast, Dr. Brian Penny, who was speaking on day two. I didn't get the chance to see day two. I traveled back up again. And I also got to meet one of my former coaches, Camilla Long, who helped um, helped me with my TEDx talk back in 2020, 2021, I think it might have been. Um, really good to get the, to meet her in person as well too. So it was fantastic. It was a really, really good day. It was a good event. And I got a lot from it, even though I didn't get to see everybody uh, on day two. I made some good connections, got a good bit of networking done. And for me, that's what it's about. For the last 20 years, I've been traveling like literally all over the world to different coaches, different mentors, different seminars, different events. And at every event, I always get something. I always get to take away something. It's nothing that you're going to, like, now you think at this stage, you're never going to come away with, like, one big something that changes your uh, trajectory in your life or your business. And to be fair, I doubt that that ever really happens anyway. But it could be one nugget. It could be one conversation. It could be one thing that you hear that you can take back and implement that you can begin to shift and see the changes in your life over time. And for me, it's just being around like-minded people. It's being around the right type of people. It's being around people who are looking to improve themselves because that rubs off on you. That energy rubs off on you. And I love using that quote by James Clear from the book Atomic Habits. If you haven't read it, I highly recommend that you read it. And the quote says, environment is the invisible hand that shapes human behavior. And it's so, so true. Who you surround yourself with, the people that you surround yourself with, what they do, how they think, how they perform is going to influence you. So if you're surrounding yourself with people who are not where you want to be and they don't look like changing, then it's a really good sign that you need to change that environment. Get yourself under the right type of environment. Get yourself around the right type of people. Ask yourselves those questions like, what have they got me thinking? What have they got me reading? Who have they got me becoming? And most importantly, is that okay with me? Now, I want to share a wee quick story. Um, this was a post that I shared a while ago. And this is something that I actually spoke to Brian Penny, um, Dr. Brian Penny on the podcast about. And we talked about self-talk and how important that is. And most people don't know that we speak to ourselves. Now, if we're conscious of it, of course, we can begin to hear what we're thinking about, what we're saying to ourselves. But for most people, it's completely unconscious. But we all speak to ourselves. What's important is, is how we speak to ourselves. So I want to share a story of a client that I had in my office. Now, this was years ago um, when I was a personal trainer. And she came to me for advice. She was feeling fed up. She was looking to change. She didn't like how she looked. She told me how she felt about herself, etc. And I spoke to her just about like self-talk. I spoke to her about, like, did she use affirmations? Does she have anything that she says to herself daily to try and empower herself, to get her to change how she's thinking and feeling about herself? And I asked her, did she do that? And she says, no, what are they? I says, they're like... Um, Words that you would say to yourself as an affirmation, something that you make firm in your mind. That's what an affirmation is. It's what you make firm in your mind. It's, it's not a positive only statement. Um, like, I'm always happy. Because you're not always happy. You're sometimes happy and sometimes you're not. So it's an, it's an affirmation, something that you can make firm in your mind. 
And I use the words like, I am strong, I am calm, I am beautiful, I feel empowered, I feel successful, I am successful. And with no joke, she laughed. And I said, what are you laughing at? She says, not a chance. I wouldn't speak to myself like that. And I says, why not? And she says, I just couldn't. I says, right, okay, hear me out. But you do accept telling yourself that you're not good enough. You do accept telling yourself that you don't like how you look, that you don't like how you um, feel, that you tell yourself that you're not confident, that you can't do this, that you're overweight. You, ex- you accept speaking to yourself like that. Is that true? I do. And I say it on a daily basis, and I have done for years. And I says, okay, so why not tell yourself a different story? And she said, I've never seen it that way before. And I've never even heard it put that way before. So that's just an example of how and why self-talk is important because what we repeat to ourselves over and over and over again, we eventually internalize, we set up an emotion, we set up a belief. And if we keep repeating that story over and over again, we feel it, we believe in it, and our actions and our habits and our behaviors and our results will conform to what it is that we're telling ourselves. So what if you told yourself a different story? Maybe this is something that you struggle with. Maybe this is something that you're unaware of. Now, we all become unaware of it at times, but it's really important for us to catch ourselves. So what if you told yourself a different story and you began to empower yourself? You began to say different things to yourself, like you are strong, that you are confident, that you are advancing, that you are happy, that you are healthy, that you're grateful for everything that you have in your life. Imagine that you began to shift and change that internal dialogue on a daily basis. How would that make you think? How would that make you feel? How would you show up? So for me, like when I was growing up, I never had real confidence in myself. It was something that I lacked. I didn't have confidence in myself, specifically in certain areas that I wanted to grow into and perform into. I just didn't have that. But when I learned about things that I could implement, like, the simple stuff, the very basics like these, I started doing it. I started doing it on a daily basis. I started doing it driving to the gym. I started doing it driving back from the gym. I started recording it. I started listening to it. I recorded self-image scripts. I recorded all these different things that I would use on a daily basis to help me feel empowered. And it's so simple. But again, it's something that a lot of the times we don't take on board. So what I want to leave you with on this podcast is... If you can become conscious on a daily basis of what you're saying to yourself and if it's not empowering you, if it's not making you feel good, if it's not helping you move forward, if it's not shifting your belief, if it's not helping you think bigger, if it's not helping you feel calmer, if it's not something that you would say to another person, then stop saying it to yourself. Change that internal dialogue. Begin to take back control of your thoughts. Begin to take back control of what you say to yourself. Begin to take back control of your habits and your decisions because it's a choice and every single day you get to choose. What I also want to say, guys, just on ending the podcast is thank you very, very much for all the reviews um, that I've been getting through. I really, really appreciate them. And again, if you are enjoying the podcast, if you're enjoying this information, could you please share it with other people? And also, if you can, give me a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcast that helps me know that I'm doing a good job and providing information for you that's inspiring. And it also helps me grow the podcast so more people can hear it. Okay, guys, speak soon.